0: So y'all came expecting God to do something wonderful. I, I come expecting, uh, hopefully every Sunday, as we meet together and as we uh, open up God's word together, as we sing uh, to, together that God does something uh, beautiful in our, uh, our midst. Well, let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, 18 to 20. I want you to uh, 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 stand with me, if you will. Ephesians six, eighteen through 20. I've uh, uh, been uh, preaching out of this, the, uh, putting on the whole uh, armor of God. And here's the, really the, it gets down to the nuts and the bolts of things with the armor of God. In Ephesians chapter 6, 18 to 20, it says, Pray in the spirit at all times, in every prayer and uh, uh, supplication. To that end, you keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a, 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 a message may be given to me to make known with the, uh, a, 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 a boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak and that's a good word today amen you've been seated amen uh, I wish you uh, E. Abounds said in this uh, in this uh, quote here uh, if you don't know who E. bounds is this uh, he's really uh, uh, it's really uh, a, a he talks a lot about, uh, about prayer um, it says the uh, the people who have done the most for God in this world have been have been uh, up on their knees. He who uh, fritters away the uh, 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 early morning in its opportunity and freshness in other pursuits then seeking God will make a poor headway seeking Him the rest of the day. In other words, if you're not up early and at uh, seeking the Lord, you know. So some of uh, people say, "Well, I'm not a uh, morning person." Well, that's okay, but we can still pray, can't we? Uh, Some say I I cannot do anything before I have my first uh, cup of coffee. It's okay. You can still pray. How do you start your day? What is on your mind when you uh, wake up every morning? uh, morning. What is on your heart? That's uh, a bigger statement probably. What is on your heart? What's on your mind? Let me, uh, this uh, next one here, Uh, Accord 10, the boom says this. You know, I like what she has to say often. It says, The wonderful thing about praying is that you leave a world of not being able to do something and enter God's realm who's where everything is possible. He specializes in the possible. Nothing is too great for his almighty power. Nothing is too small for his love. Isn't that good? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dustin. Appreciate that. The wonderful thing about praying is that you leave a world of not being able to really do something. That's what it seems like often. And we enter God's uh, uh, realm where everything is possible. He specializes in the possible. Nothing is too great for the Almighty God. Think about it. Nothing is too small for his love. We enter into the last section here of putting on the God's armor. And uh, we, could, we talked a lot, a lot about a, a lot of stuff these uh, past few weeks. But I believe a uh, prayer is where the armor begins to come uh, uh, together on us. That's where a uh, prayer where God wants to to uh, to lead us. We find in verse 18 we see a small word but huge in action. It says all. It says all. It says all. I remember my, my dad one time that said about this word. He says I don't know either Greek, Hebrew, or Japanese or anything, but all stands means all in every language. All. Oh, in every language. And so well, he is really uh, right about that. It says, pray in the spirit at all times in prayer and a supplication. Pray in the spirit at all times in prayer, in every prayer and supplication. It, a, a, a prayer meaning a communication with the Lord or a conversation with the Lord. But this word, a, a supplication, means to, to keep asking in a humble way. We often got to come to the Lord in, in a matter of pride and thinking we know what we need. But it says this word here says we come in a humble way in the Spirit. It says when we pray, are we praying in the Spirit? You know, I can ask that question. Are you and I praying in the Spirit? You might say, yeah, sure I am. What does that even mean? Ever given any thought what does that even mean? Have you given any thought what it means to pray in the Spirit? What does it mean? You know, a, a Christian should allow the Holy Spirit to guide our, our prayer so that we may be consistent with God's will. Praying in the Spirit is that we need to, uh, to pray. Uh, before we jump in that I'm going to ask a question. Why don't we pray in the Spirit often? I believe we have come to a place in America that we're often tired. you say amen to that? That we're often tired. Our uh, tiredness is one of the biggest issues in American families. We're often tired because of our, the businessness. Is that even a word? Probably not. Joy, is that even a word? Probably not. She's my, a grammar expert. She lets me know when I don't use the right grammar. It always hurts my feelings, but it's very few and far between, though. But we're often tired because of our own businessness. My wife is correcting me now. Now it's getting serious. The businessness directly affects our Christian walk does directly affects our Christian walk as a pastor many pastors on Monday walk out of the ministry because of what happened on Sunday or what didn't happen on Sunday and they killed themselves the whole week and when Monday rolls around after Sunday they said you know it's not worth it anymore and they walk out some have even taken their own lives which is very sad when I when I hear this It says that we run all day and then in the moment the Lord needs some time with us, there's no more time because we're too tired and we're out. I believe that being tired is destroying the American family. It's destroying us as Christians. Run all day. And there's moments that we need... That time with our Lord, we said, well, it's just not worth it. We don't say those words, but our life show it. It doesn't happen. Those moments with the Lord, and, and basically we're disobeying Scripture. Because that's what he calls us to. Ever thought of it? When he calls us to come together and to pray, what, what he's doing, is he praying in the Spirit at all times, all times. Pray in the Spirit at All times. You know, ministry is hard sometimes. I tell Heidi I tell the staff, ministry is messy. Ministry can get really messy. When you were dealing with people, it can get really hard. It can be really messy. you brought probably saying, with well, them. I'm not sure about that. But if you're not sure about it, then you are never been a part of ministry then. Because when you start dealing with people, when people start dealing with me, and I'm not saying I'm the one, and sometimes I'm the one. But ministry is hard. Ministry is It's difficult at times. Or it might be for you that you have lost a loved one, and that's the reason that we're tired. Or we have a wayward child or a wayward spouse. Or you lost your job or so many other things going on in our lives that, that, that really consume us. And that for whatever reason that we put God over here, we, we put him in a place that we can control him. In other words, you know, you heard me say we, we put him on this list over here with laundry. I, I'm going to get to the Lord after a while, after I do my laundry. Understand, you know, I've said it before, you know, what, God doesn't need to be on, on our list. He should teach us to make our list. He should never be on a list because if we have God we understand the Lord and praying on a list we'll never get to him why because there's just too much to do that he'll understand and and the thing is if you, he's the most important thing to us where we do not enter in that area being so worn out and tired we're, we're tired mostly because of our own doing And we treat him as this, like I said, this other part over here. I've been there. I'm there at times. But it says, pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. So let's talk about praying in the Spirit a little bit. You know, we find ourselves tired. We, we find ourselves worn out. We, we, we find ourselves in whatever condition for whatever reason. For some of us being tired, it's not of our own doing. When we lose a loved one, there's those moments it wears us out and that, that God is faithful and he is able. There's those times that we lose our job and our, and our focus as Lord, what am I going to do? It is, there's those moments when we have a wavered child and it just consumes us or our, our marriage is not where God wants it to be and it consumes us and it, it tires us out. I'm so glad Romans eight twenty six 26 through 28 is beautiful here. Let me read it to you. Meanwhile, this isn't a message, uh, a translation. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, which making out of our, our wordless sighs and our, our groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows our condition, and he keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. In those moments that we find ourselves in the shape that we don't know how to pray, in those moments that we have desire to pray, we have those moments that, Lord, I really want to, really want to pour my heart out, but in the midst of the pain and the hurt as a, a, a Christian, praise God, he is there, and he had to praise through us. Praying in the Spirit is realizing that God knows more than what I know. Praying in the Spirit is realizing that he's the one that leads us. He's the one that uh, uh, directs us. That sometimes words are not even being used. Have you ever been there before? I've been there. Now, Lord, I kneel down before you. I says, Lord, I don't know what to pray. I don't know where this is going, Lord, but, but I know what I just read. is truth that you see my heart. And you know my heart. That you know my heart. I've been there. We, are, we have to come to the place that we are uh, uh, broken. Let me tell you something. Our being tired from our own doing is going to break you sooner or later. It's going to break you. Why? Because you're neglecting the very thing that gives you life. That you're neglecting those moments with your master that gives you life. And we as Americans, Christians, have got to wake up to the truth today. And to break us. We should be at this place, really, at all times of this brokenness that Jesus prayed in his brokenness before the cross. He said, Not my will, Lord, but your will be done. In other words, he found himself in those moments right before he going to the cross, says, Lord, you know, if this cup can pass from me, it will be okay. But I said, He said, Lord, but not my will, but your will be done. Praying in the spirit. It's praying it's praying God's will and how we know what God's will is. If I get a question often as a pastor is, how we know what God's will is? You know, how we, you know why we don't know what God's will is? I'm going to say it again. I said last week because it goes back to the word. We don't know the word. It goes back to the place that we just don't know him. It just goes back to the place. If I know, I think my children, me put this way, I pretty much know they kind of know my will. For their lives and how they're supposed to act and how they're supposed to do and I'm not going to let them say amen to that but I have confidence in them that they know what Heidi and I expect them to live and what for what them to do and how to treat people how to treat uh, people older than them praise God I've had uh, individuals come on say, you know you really have some pretty good children they sure are very respectful they know my heart they invest in me. I invest in them. They have invested in me. But, uh, but, uh, but the seriousness of, uh, of the matter here for most uh, Christians is they don't know him. They've saved. They're saved. They're born again. They are living a life with the Lord. But they don't let the spirit work through them. They don't understand who he is. And it's very difficult to be what God wants you to be if you don't know him. Makes kind of sense, doesn't it? Kind of makes sense. If you don't know him, if you don't know his ways, you don't know his word, it's very difficult for you to be able to live the way he's called us to live. And this is what the armor of God is all about, is that that protection. He gives us everything that we need to live a victorious life, to stand firm in the faith. I will pray in the spirit. (laughs) It's the only way. Because we're in tune with the Spirit, and we begin to pray not in our will, but in His will. So in those moments that we begin to pray something that's not in His will, the Spirit should quickly quicken us and say, hold on here. You may say, Tim, that that doesn't make sense. Oh, yes it does. There's many things that we think we won't. And we pray for those things, and God is nowhere to be found. But we continue to pray for it, don't we? And most time it's usually a lot of times in singlehood, we meet someone, "Oh, this person's got to be it They got this and this and this and this and this and this, and we convince ourselves that God is telling us. You know, you know how I know that? I've been there until I met Heidi. Woo! Just woo! You know. And she still hasn't lost it either. When I look over there, I go woo! You might say, is it just the woo? No, it's a God-given spirit says, she's the one. And I trust in that. And you know how I really know she's one? She's the only girl that my mom ever liked. And so, therefore, I'm not sure she likes her now because Mama lives with us. I'm not sure she likes her now. But praise God, she once liked her, and that was a good thing. So that's really, it really had nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. It had nothing. It had everything to do with my Mama. She's the only one that liked her. She was mean to some others. I'm going to tell you. I'll move on with about old girlfriends, sorry. But you understand what I'm saying is that just as my children hopefully know my heart, they know who I am. A week and we can have a conversation. If you were in this situation, what would you do? And we have those talks from time to time, and they answer pretty good most of the time. It's the same way that the Lord, we, he wants to know us. If we're going to pray in the spirit, we have to know him. We have to know him. It says in 1 Chronicles 16, 11, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Seek his presence continually. I'll say it again, but we often don't. Because we're so consumed with whatever. Some of it's even noble that we're so consumed with it. I know us in ministry, as pastors and anybody in ministry, we can actually lose our way doing a great thing. That we just get in automatic mode and just get the job done. Once we we start looking at it as a job, then things are going bad in the camp. Things are going bad in the camp. My question to us today, are you praying in the Spirit at all times? Because if you're not, trouble's coming. Trouble's coming. He says here to keep alert. I'd keep alert in his presence. He says, to that end, keep alert in his presence. In other words, wake up. To me, that means to wake up. It's almost like when he was saying to the disciples in the garden, he was was saying to them, here, just watch with me and pray with me that you may not enter into temptation. And he was telling them right right there in the garden the night that he was going to be arrested to to be taken to a cross, he was was concerned about his disciples. He says, pray, watch. In other words, be alert. Understand this. You don't have time. You don't have have time to, to, to sleep right now. You got to move on. And when that time came that they didn't stay, when that time came when it was the time to, to make a, a stand for the Lord, they ran away. Then Paul says to uh, uh, persevere. It means keep going, listen, <laughs> when, when you don't feel like it. Keep going when you don't even feel like it. When you don't even feel like it, you keep praying. And there's moments I know when I did not want to pray and i begin to pray because i didn't feel like praying was the moments that god seems like he is the greatest in those moments why because it's out of the ordinary i mean it's like lord I, i'm i'm really tired when we try to take care to, uh, when we try to take care of things and we're tired it's, it's a struggle isn't it amen it is when you're tired and know you got to do one more thing it's tough isn't it when you're tired and you know you got a load of laundry you have to do it's just one more thing when you're worn out from whatever and once again folks this is really on my heart because I've been there how Heidi and I have been there is that <coughs> we're worn out again because of the things we put in our lives we're running here and there and yonder with our kids and doing whatever And it's just a constant that we, you know, uh, our cell phones, you know, all this electronics is supposed to make things easier. And they are easy. They are easier. They are easier. They're so easy it has made us busier. It's almost like the tool of the devil that he knew all along, oh, I'm going to create something here. I'm going to make it easy. Here's the thing about us here in America we have things so easy that we get to do more stuff if you've been to other countries that th- they just thankful if they survive I'm not saying I'm going to throw my cell phone away I'm not going to throw it away because I like to take send pictures of the big deer I have and stuff mm-hmm. you can tell we're in the south when you get an amen off a deer Are you understanding my heart today? I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching directly to myself. We're not alert because we're tired. We're not alert because we're we're, we're not have a passion for for the master. He's calling us to here. And the armor of God suffers and the temptations come. And those darts come. And instead of us having a shield of faith or a helmet of salvation, they make their way in somehow. Why? Because we've had no time with our Lord. And when we have time with our Lord, it it clears our mind. It clears our mind. He calls us to persevere in supplication for all the saints. In other words, that we call out the needs of, of, of the saints around us, the ones that are around us that we know. There should be a moment, there should be all this moment that we out throughout the week, we should be having somebody on our mind says, hmm, let me I, I pray for them. That, that we should be praying at all times and praying out for the needs of the saints. And, and what I mean by that is that if we know what's going on in someone's life, that they need something, we should be praying. That we should be praying for them. And once again, I'll go back to it again. We're so tired that if we're not going to pray to the Lord for ourselves, we very seldom have the time to pray for someone else. And that that we really need each other. we got to choose today being tired or the ministry of prayer. We have to choose today what are we going to have, what God has called us to do. By keeping alert, in First Peter five eight through eleven, it says, and I'm using a message again. It says, "Keep a cool head, stay alert. Why? Because the devil is a, 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 a poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Isn't that an amazing word to use there? Catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times." It's the same with Christians all over the world, so so keep a firm grip on the faith. The surfing won't last forever. It won't be long before the generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. Listen, he gets the last word. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. My question to this day is, which one are we going to be? of the ministry of prayer that he calls us to be? Or are we just going to be tired? And we're going to make a list. This is what I I, I challenge myself to do. Is this way, I'm going to make a list? By the end of the week, I'm going to look. You know what? How many of you have said it this past week? I'm, I'm really tired. Say amen. I'm just tired. How many of us, and I don't say amen, has really had a ministry of prayer this week? You're saying, oh, there's some truth in what I'm preaching here, getting there. There's some truth going on here. It could correlates, my prayer life directly is affected by how tired I am here because we have these lists of things that we do. These things are noble, these things are not bad. But they take presence over a ministry of prayer. And when that happens, that is called sin. That is called an idol. That's called that we rather take care of these things. here. some of these things, and I guarantee you can whittle. Can I use that word? That's a great word, isn't it? Whittle your list down from here to here. And probably not miss any of this very much you say, well, I got to get this done, Tim Donner. I got to get this done. I'll let you just talk to the Lord about that. I'll let you talk to the Lord about it. I'm not here to make your list for you, whatever the Lord is saying to you. Listen to me. The enemy desires to destroy us desires to destroy us, and we must hold each other up, we must hold each other up, you know, throughout this whole series, I've been trying to, to, to preach, it's not that we're on this thing by ourselves, it's about all of us, Remember, especially the shield of faith, remember, the shield of faith, we we'd lock arms, you know, the shield of faith for a soldier was, you know, kind of tall, and they would get side by side. It even says there was places they could lock together and they were completely all just be one wall. Is we got to hold each other up together. It says in the word that to that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. For all the saints. And what am I praying for? I'm praying for things when people say, hey, will you pray for me? And I'm trying my best to make a mental note to make sure that I pray for that. Individual and what they want me to to pray for, but we got to hold each other up in prayer. We, I I would challenge you instead of sitting and doing nothing throughout the service that you're sitting there with a note maybe and they say, "Lord, I I I I ask you today to to when I look across at the congregation, Lord, let me." See what you're seeing in the lives of somebody. Let me write that name down. I believe the Lord would give us names. I really do. I thank the Lord. If we're praying in the spirit that the names and people will come up, that we don't even know what's going on in their life, that the Lord would give us those opportunities to be able to, to call their name out before him. I believe that. There's a great a story of Moses in Exodus 17. 11 through 13. It's a great story here. It says, Joshua did what Moses ordered in order to fight uh, Amalek. And Moses and Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. It turned out that whenever Moses raised his hands, Israel was winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, uh, Amalek was winning. But Moses' hands got tired. So they got a stone and set it under him. He sat on it, and, and uh, Aaron and her held up his hands, one on each side. So his hands remained steady until the sun went down. Joshua defeated Amalek and, and, and its army in battle. And in other words, you know, the, the Scripture has been very part of my life, is that we got to come along and hold each other's arms up. And, folks, we're not, we're not going to be able to do that. It might be our own fault, like I preached other Sunday, that we're not transparent enough to let people know what's going on, but you'll never know if you're not praying in the spirit. I believe the Lord is able to put people on our hearts and minds and say, You really need to pray for someone. You really need to hold them up in prayer. You might know of things, and in these moments when we're holding each other up in prayer, when a, when a saint falls, when a saint falls into temptation, or, or, or someone uh, least the faith, it should uh, break our heart. It should, it should break our heart. It should, as Christians, we should hit the floor in a moment, say, Lord, help this person. Lord, use me in their life, whatever the case is. And that might go back to the fact, Lord, I don't know how to, how to pray for them. Sometimes I just want to get a belt out, you know. The whole time, like my children, I'm spanking them, I'm praying, you know. They're more afraid of hiding than they are me. I'll never forget. We're sitting right here on the front row. This is when Jordan was a baby. And Heidi was about three people down. You remember this? And Jordan was whining a little bit, as he still does at age 18. Whine, whine, whine. And I'm sitting there holding, it saying, shh. All of a sudden, my hand came out, boom. It scared me. I jumped, he jumped. Where'd that hand come from? It was Heidi about three rows down. How in the world is she's a little thing? We gotta pray. Instead of judging, if we're gonna pray for all the saints, instead of judging, instead of going, did you hear? You know, we do this, you know. You know when it's not good to do is when you do this. You, did, did you hear? It's funny, isn't it? Worst team, you can come. We're going to pray for all the saints. The word all means all. The ones that necessarily are not doing so well, and the ones that seem like they got it all together, and everybody in between. It's not my job to judge what they're doing. It's my job. I I hate the word job. I'm going to say this. I'm going to quit using that word. I'll try to get out of my vocabulary. It's my ministry to pray. It's my ministry to pray. Instead of always questioning what leadership does, and it's fine if you do, how, but how much did you offset that with prayer? I guarantee you, every single church that's ever been split by a few people, I guarantee you, and I know it for a fact, that they did not pray more than they criticized. If they were praying and not criticizing... The Lord would reveal something beautiful to them. Even though the pastor still could be wrong, they would come alongside that pastor in love and humility and try to pray that pastor in a place where the pastor should be. That works in your homes too. Instead of criticizing your husband or your wife, how much have you prayed for your husband and wife? Huh? instead of saying that the children are this and this and this and, and consistently on them, let me ask you again how much have you prayed versus criticism I'm having trouble at work what, with this person, how much have you criticized them behind their back and how much have you prayed for them? because we're getting to the last right here and I'm going to end with this is that Paul just didn't leave us hanging, that this is all about us. He changes his tune. It's been inward. It's been inward. Then he says, Pray for me that I might share the gospel. In other words, Paul don't allow us to stay inward. In other words, Paul says, I'm an ambassador in chains. I'm sitting in prison. But Lord, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share the gospel. To pray. He says, Please pray for me that I can make the mystery of the gospel known. You see what I'm saying? It's when we pray in the Spirit, it's like a light bulb comes on. That when we're walking somewhere on our daily walk, boom. This person needs a moment of my time and my prayer. You see, when we're praying in the Spirit, when we want to criticize that individual that's fallen from the faith listen to me it hurts us it should tell us tear us apart inside it should just tear us apart that we find a prayer closet and begin to seek the Lord on behalf of this one that's left to faith praying in the Spirit. What's that mean? It means knowing Him. When I know Him, the Holy Spirit will lead me. He will direct my thoughts. He will direct my prayers. And when I was praying for this new gun, that's not important anymore. What's important is my brother and my sister, they need me. They need me. I'm too busy with my kids. I've been there. Oh, I'm too busy at work. And for some of us, that is true, that you have no other choice but to work the way you do. But for a lot of us, things should be changed. Why? Do we pray in the spirit? This is why, again. Because we need one another. And there's a world dying and going to hell without God. The Lord calls us through his word. I always had time to develop it. He calls us into our prayer clauses but what I like to call the attitude of prayer he says pray at all times that's the attitude of prayer is that we should be at all times being an attitude of prayer whatever we're doing or where we're going it should be an attitude of prayer it should our heart should be just tuned in and just attitude of prayer where are you today Which one do you choose today? Being tired all the time? Fixing this? Allowing the Lord to fix this. We're tired because we overextend ourselves in financial ways. we're We're tired because we get ourselves in so much busyness. When we allow the Lord to fix this, then we can walk in the Spirit. Why? Because we know Him. Ooh, and He knows us. Oh, He knows us. That's one of the greatest statements in the Word. He knows us. He knows your name. He knows every hair on your head and how many there is. Heard a preacher say, it's, He knows you so well. When you, well, I don't have very many. It won't take him long to know mine. But he picks this one out. He goes, that's number 25. picks <laughs> this out. That's number 29. That's how well he knows you. And he wants to love on you today. And he wants to straighten us out to be what he has called us to be. I want you to stand.